What's up, guys? It's Tom. Welcome back to another episode of Sounds of the Future. Now, today's episode is part seven in our ongoing series, Top 10 Mistakes When Running Facebook Ads to Promote Your Music on Spotify. And today's episode is once again pulled from the audio from a YouTube video on the subject. This one is going to be probably just a little bit more difficult to follow than the others because I tried something new with this video. I created a keynote presentation and screen recorded it and walked through this presentation in the video. Now, conceptually, I think it's all going to make sense, but I will say this is one of those cases where the video is probably going to be more helpful than the audio. But nonetheless, I thought that the audio would be helpful. So if you're just kind of doing your thing and don't want to sit down and watch the entire video, I do think there will be value. I do think you will be able to follow along, but I just want to state that the video is probably going to be a better version of this this time around. So this, this episode is about keeping your good ad campaigns alive, keeping them going, and how to strategically stagger starting and stopping campaigns so that your best campaign always remains on. So this is something I've, once again, learned the hard way, and I turned off a lot of good campaigns and was regretful that I did so because maybe the next campaign didn't perform as well. So again, with this entire series, please learn from my mistakes. Um, I hope this one is helpful. I hope you can follow along well in audio land. And most of all, I hope you enjoy it. When you're running Facebook ads to promote your music on Spotify, it's a really good feeling when you get a good campaign happening. You get good conversions every day. You get a good cost per conversion. The, the price is low. Everything's working like it should. And you think, hey, I've got this all figured out. But then you drop a new song after that one, and it's time to run a campaign for that one. So what do you do? You turn off the old campaign, but then the new campaign doesn't do as well as the old campaign was doing and you're getting less conversions, you're getting a higher cost per conversion and you think to yourself, well, dang, I wish I had just kept that old campaign going so that I didn't lose all that data. But now you've had it turned off for so long because of the new song that you have lost all the data. So now that old campaign is useless and you're stuck with a higher cost per conversion. That's not a good feeling. In this video, we're gonna talk about how you can stagger starting and stopping campaigns of existing and upcoming releases to make sure you don't lose data from a very good performing campaign just because you've started a new one. So let's get into it. What's up guys, it's Tom. Welcome back to the lab. Welcome back to another video. Welcome back to my life. Now today we are in part seven of our series, top 10 mistakes when using Facebook ads to promote your music on Spotify. This one is one I've done a ton. This video is about turning off good ad campaigns. I have, as I said in the original video of this series, which if you want to watch that, you can check that out right here. I have torpedoed more good campaigns than I can count. What I traditionally used to do is I would run a campaign when I dropped a song, I'd start at the release day, I'd run it for the six week cycle of the song. And then when I dropped a new song, I would start a campaign for that new song and turn off the old one. Many times the new campaign for that new song didn't perform as well as the old one. Now, what I do is I send traffic to my profile once the campaign is established and once the song has been established. So this old campaign is sending traffic to my profile and would have sent traffic 
to the new song anyway, because that's on my profile at the top under new release. So instead I'm now sending traffic to my song at first and then the profile for my new campaign at a higher rate. In this video, what we're going to do is I'm going to walk through, first of all, a different format than I've used in any video ever. I've put together an actual slideshow for you guys, and we're going to walk through that and I'm gonna use some visual representation to show you how this concept works and how I apply it for my campaigns. We're gonna talk about how you can stagger your campaigns, turning them off and turning them on to make sure you don't kill a good campaign and you're always keeping the best campaign alive and always driving that consistent growth and snowball effect for your Spotify profile. So let's dive in. When you first drop a song, you start a new campaign. You should, in theory, start it at midnight on Friday, the day of release of the song. Here we have visually represented your song that you just put out on Friday, and we'll call this release A. Now let's say the campaign for release A does really well, and you get a good cost per conversion. Let's say you get 10 cents per conversion for this campaign over its lifetime. That's really good. 10 cents is great. If I can get it into the teens, I'm happy. If I can get it into 10 or less, I'm ecstatic. 10 cents per conversion for release A. And you run that campaign for, let's say, six weeks because you should be releasing music every four to six weeks. I personally like the six-week cycle because it's a, a balance between putting music out frequently, but also not so frequently that you get burned out. Burnout's a real thing. Make sure you don't push yourself too hard. You got to take care of yourself, okay? Just pro tip there. You run release A for six weeks and you're getting 10 cents per conversion. Well, at the end of six weeks, you drop release B. Now, when you drop release B, what do you traditionally do? You turn off release A, don't you? Yeah, so you turn off release A and release B you start running. Now, here's the problem. What if release B isn't as good as release A? What if your cost per conversion for release B is 15 cents? Per conversion instead of the 10 cents you were getting with release A. Well, now you've got a campaign that you're running that is performing worse than the one you had before, which means you're getting less traffic and you're spending more money for the traffic you're getting on a per person basis. That's not a good feeling. Here's what you should do. You've run release A for six weeks. You should run it, plan to run it for an additional six weeks. You should think of each campaign cycle as a guaranteed six weeks with the potential to run it for 12 weeks. Because what you're going to do is you're going to overlap campaigns for every release. So you run release A for six weeks. And at the end of six weeks, then you drop release B, just as we saw before. And let's say just as before, release B gets you a cost per conversion of 15 cents. So now you've got release A running for 10 cents per conversion and release B running for 15 cents per conversion. You can choose which one you wanna keep running at the end of release B's cycle. So you run release B for its six week cycle and you run release A alongside it, both of them for six weeks. So you've run release A for its six week cycle, you drop release B and now you run them side by side for six weeks. One side note on this, you don't have to run them for the same amount. You've already established release A and you've already gotten it down to the cost per conversion that you want. So you can front load your budget on release B if that's the strategy you're using and back release A down to like $5 a day or $2 a day or even $1 a day if you want to. You're just gonna have to scale it back up at the appropriate amount as well to get back where you might want it to be. But you've got that campaign continuing to run. So let's say you back down release A to $5 a day and you start out release B at 20 bucks a day and then you back that back down 
and you get down to $5 a day by the end of the release cycle. Or let's say you're running campaigns on a more consistent daily spend basis and you run release A for $10 a day. When you drop release B, you drop release A to $5 a day and you up release B to $10 a day when you first release it and then back it down and then eventually back them down to weigh it out in the end so that on average over that entire span, you have only spent $10 a day. That's another way to do it. Back to our slideshow here. You're running release A for six weeks and then you drop release B. You run them side by side for six weeks. Well, at the end of that six week cycle, you drop release C. Now when release C drops, you're gonna to have to turn one of these off and you turn off the one that is performing worse. So you actually turn off release B, which means release A is continuing to run still because it's your best performing campaign. Now you've got release A that has just run for six weeks alongside release B and you've dropped release C. Now you run release A for six weeks alongside one another for the life cycle of release C. Now let's say release C does better. Let's say release C gets nine cents per conversion. Well, now you are not comparing a nine cent per conversion campaign to a 15 cent conversion campaign because you already turned off A and we're running B. You've turned off the 15 cent campaign and now you're comparing 10 cents to nine cents. This is a much better position to be in. So because release C is doing nine cents per conversion, and release A is doing 10, it makes sense to go ahead and turn off release A. And now at this point, release C takes the place of release A and runs for the full 12 weeks. And so you've run release C for six weeks alongside release A. At the end of that six weeks, you drop release D and you run release C, release D alongside each other for six weeks, which is the cycle of release D. And at the end of that, you drop release E and the whole thing continues. The main bullet point here is that you always want to keep your best campaign running. Stagger your campaigns on a 12 week cycle every six weeks so that you always have two overlapping and you can work out the math to keep your daily ad spend within the limit that you wanna spend it. This method will work whether or not you wanna consistently spend $5 a day or $10 a day, or if you want to front load your budget for every new campaign and then back it down so you can try to trip the algorithms on Spotify. Whichever method you choose to employ, this will work for both. The important thing is, is that you are constantly driving traffic to your Spotify profile. You always want to be building that snowball because this is a long play. This is a long game. This is not a get rich quick scheme. So that's it for this video. This is a concept I have been putting into practice lately and it has been working out a lot better for me for my ad campaigns than stopping and starting every time. That constant stopping and starting one is very unhealthy for my mental health because it stresses me out to see one perform bad when I had a good, a good thing going. And two, it just makes more sense to let things flow into and out of one another. It's a much more organic way to run these campaigns to make sure that you're always putting your best foot forward and you're always getting the most bang for your buck. Now, before I let you go, I want to remind you to please subscribe to the channel, like this video, turn on notifications if you want to know when I post videos. And if you did like this video, please share it with your friends, share it with anybody who you think it might help. And at the end here, if you want to check out this entire series from top to bottom, it's at the top. And then the previous video in this series is here at the bottom. So thanks for watching. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace. 
And that's it for this episode of Sounds of the Future. I hope this episode was informative. I hope that it was easy to follow along without having the presentation in front of you. If you do want to go check it out, depending on what platform you're listening on, there's a hyperlink in the description of this episode where you can go check out this specific YouTube video. And if not, you can find me on YouTube just to look up my name if you don't follow me there already. And if you don't, make sure to subscribe to the channel because that would be awesome. Um, Yeah. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Share the podcast with your friends. Subscribe. Talk about it. All the things. Hope you have a great day. Catch you on the next one. Peace.